Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are back. We are back for another episode of All Things Talk with Shay Speaks. This morning, I am just bringing you the topic. I want to speak to the topic this morning up for the challenge. And I got to be honest, this topic literally came to me this morning as I was actually having a conversation with a friend about my uh, spiritual relationship. And as I was having that conversation, the Lord put this in my spirit up for the challenge and I gotta tell you guys like up being up for any type of challenge can be a challenge within itself however I am a uh, living witness that the challenge is well worth it it's necessary so for those that don't understand the challenge when I say the challenge is being able to really embrace the relationship with God um, in a world of judgmental people and those that are easy to uh, be reminded of who you used to be and the things you used to do. And I got to tell you, one of the greatest struggles and the things that I battled with for many years was just being able to get over the thoughts and the opinions of other people, Um, simply because I've always been a very friendly person. I've always been very welcoming and I've always expected to receive that uh, from others. I've always expected the reciprocity to look the same for other people to be as welcoming and as accepting as I was. So when looking at the definition of the word challenge, challenge is a call to take part in a contest or competition. And that definition itself when I begin to think about that definition because there's many forms of definitions for the word challenge when I begin to think about that particular definition a call to take part in a contest or competition I just begin to reflect on what we considered as a competition and most of the time the competition that we view amongst society we look at competition as it relates from it relates to us um to another individual or a point in which we stand versus a point in which someone else stands however for me when reflecting on the 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 topic this morning up for the challenge I am just reminded that the challenge the competition that I needed to call and to take part in was the competition within myself why am I struggling with should I proceed to satisfy and appease people that are watching me or should I proceed to really appease what it is that I've always wanted and this challenge was it becomes very complicated it becomes convoluted and difficult when you are surrounded by so many people that you love or you 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 love and you feel like they love you as well but yet some of those people that you love they start speaking into your ear the things that they want and not so much so concerned to even ask the question what is it that you want so this morning I just wanted to inspire you all that you have to be up for the challenge. You have to understand and know that in this life, 
you're going to experience many challenges. You're going to experience many oppositions, but being able to reflect on those challenges and those oppositions, uh, to see yourself within yourself, uh, how you can improve yourself within the challenge, within the competition. So when I got to the point and in the place where I was just like, you know, I am going to return back to my first love and that's Christ himself and understanding from past experiences that I was raised in a church that when you were returning back to to Christ, uh, I was taught about you know, we were taught heavily on the scripture of doing your first works all over again. And for me, it was like, man, um, I don't want to start over. I don't want to go all the way back. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go through this process again. And it's like, you know, scripture said in Revelations 2 and 5, therefore keep in mind how far you, how far you have fallen, repent and perform the deeds you did at first. But if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. And I'm going to tell you this scripture is like, you know, from what the place in which I was taught, it was like, you got to go back and you got to redo those works. And I am a firm believer that when we say redo the first works, it's not so much so you're going to go through the magnitude of a process uh, as long as you did the first time. But will you have to revisit that process? Absolutely. So you have to be up for the challenge. You have to know that as you transition, as you begin to embrace who it is that you want to become, who it is that you are, never mind what to become, who it is that you are, you have to be up for the challenge. You have to go back through some processes. However, the intention of you renewing and you going back through the process is not to destroy you. It's not to make you feel bad, but it's simply to build you. It's simply to allow you to understand what you need in order to become who it is that God has destined you to become. So as I began to embrace my relationship with God, I mean, it's enough to see, it's enough to understand religion. And when I say religion, I'm talking about the practice of what it looks like, the practice of what you do to be accustomed or to fit in with a fit in with a group or to fit in. When you look at the customs of tradition of religion, it looks well. However, it still leaves you feeling empty. So I had to go through a process of understanding that there is a big difference in relationship and religion. Just because I look like I belong with a group or I look like I am a part of something, it doesn't mean that I'm accepted amongst the very thing that I look like I belong with. Let me say that again. Just because it looks like I am supposed to be with a group, it does not mean that I automatically fit in. So I had to get in my mind that this is not about looking like this is not about dressing up the part. This is not about reciting the scripture to fit in with the Christians, but Christianity is a lifestyle. So in the lifestyle, you have to embrace relationship. 
And just like any other relationship, you know, when you first get your new boo, your new bae, you are excited, you know, at first you keep it on the down low, you know, as the song say, nobody has to. Okay. Anyway, as you get excited about your new relationship, at first you keep it on a hush hush. You don't want everybody to know. You don't want them sabotaging, sabotaging the relationship before you even get a chance to really get to know the person that you start dating. It's just like that in your relationship with Christ. I'm not going to say be ashamed because I wasn't ashamed. It's just that I needed to understand the intimate parts about who God was. Just like God, even though he knew my intimate parts, he needed me to express to him those intimate parts of me. And with me developing that relationship, I had to get to a point in a place where I was okay with openly expressing that now I'm in a relationship. I had to be okay with, man, this is a love that I've never had before. This is a a love that I've never experienced before. His grace uh, is a grace that I've never encountered. I cannot repay or I can't reciprocate back to God what God has given me. So I even began to look at my friendships differently. So yes, I am a person of love. I am a person, I'm very welcoming, I'm very engaging. But at the same time, when I understood the magnitude of the relationship that I had with Christ and that he had with me, I knew it was no way that the reciprocity of what I could give him could compare to what he was actually giving me. So it made me look at my relationships different. It made me see life from a different perspective. And in that light, I just had to be okay with sometimes not receiving what I was always given. And in that space, it made me comfortable. It made me uh, not really comfortable. It, It put me at peace to know that I can't always get what I give. And I can't not only always get what I give, but the magnitude of what I've been given from my relationship with Christ is, is, is going to allow me to understand that sometimes you will never receive the magnitude of what you've given out. You'll never receive it back and you have to be okay with it. So when I began to just take up the, the competition of understanding that there is never mind the competition or the challenge with other people, but the challenge within myself of really understanding who I was as a person and understanding uh, uh, who uh, I was called to be as it relates to the kingdom of God. I had to understand that this was a challenge and I had to be up for the challenge. So as I begin to continue to embrace my relationship with God, I'll tell you, after birthing Wow Inspired and really getting the vision from God and and, give, and, and, and and allowing him to give me the impartation of what it is that he wanted me to do, I just began to understand, okay, there was a challenge that I had to face. There was a comp- there was competition that I had to to embrace and that competition wasn't with any other person. It wasn't with any other being, but it was a comp- the competition within myself. Why is it that we continue to contend with who we are versus who society wants us to be? Why is it that we 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 say all the time that 
I am a person that works well under pressure, but when pressure hits us, we want to be the first ones to fold. Why is it that we always say, I love a good challenge, but we don't say, uh, uh, square back our shoulders and say, I'm up for this challenge. Not only am I up for the challenge, but I accept the challenge. I embrace the challenge. So as I begin to be in relationship, as I pursue, as I got into pursuit of all that God has for me, and he birthed WOW Inspired, and I would actually speak to the various topics, I remember coming across, you know, the scripture, John 15 and 15, as I shared an inspirational topic to just counting the cost, understanding that whatever, there's a process of breaking and building. And in that process that you got to count the cost, but know that the cost that you pay for what God has purposed you to do is going to be, it's not even going to compare to what you will produce once he's built you up. Once he begins that building process within you, it's not going to be able to compare to what you will produce after you have given birth to what he has destined for you. So I looked at the scripture, John 15 and 15, and it says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father. I have made known to you. This here also helped me to define what true friendship is. He says here, John 15, 15, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything I have learned from my father. I have made known to you. We got people in our lives that we continue to call friend. They call us friend or sis or bro, but yet they won't tell you anything as it relates to their business and it's not about me minding their business but at the same time you have to define the friendship by what access you have to them and the same way God is saying I no longer call you servant but I call you friend because he's given us access to have instructions that his father has given to him, could God Almighty. So sometimes we get in a space where we're excited to have all of these friends, but when you really examine and diagnose your friendships, are your friends really letting you in to the intimate spaces of their life? Aren't they granting you the same access that they are granted what they consider and who they consider their bestie? Or do you have limited access? Are you considered a servant in your friendships? Because they don't want to share with you some of their intimate things and you don't want to share with them, but yet you're calling them friend. No, 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 no. The scripture declare, I can't call you servant because you don't, the servant don't know the master's business, but I call you friend for everything. Not some things, not what I pick and choose. He said everything that he's learned from his father, he has made it known to us. So you gotta be up for the challenge. You gotta know that as you continue to embrace the journey that 
everyone is not going to be able to go with you. Everyone is not going to be considered you can be considered friend. Everyone's not going to consider you their friend. But you also got to know that at the end of the day, when you're up for the challenge, the reward of the challenge will always exceed the cost of what you pay throughout the challenge. I remember going through this process. I remember, you know, just reflecting back this morning, reflecting on just over the last year, over the last year, how God just birthed uh, the wow, allow us to birth the wow inspired vision, wisdom optimizes winning. And in the last year, he literally allowed me to speak on topics. He literally had given me a glimpse of what was coming. But at the same time, I didn't foresee it happening until after I was going through the process. Then I was able to see, okay, now I understand, God, while you had me to do a a series on peace and priorities, now I understand why you had us to do a a series on pregnant with purpose. Now I understand why you had us to do a series on trusted with the test. Now I understand, God, why you said you, you expected it, but were you prepared? I understand that. We are waiting for manifestation, but we're not spending as much time preparing for how we will respond to the manifestation. Today, March the 18th, I remember reflecting this week back on one of the live topics God allowed us to speak to, January the 4th. He said, it was expected, but were you prepared? I remember doing the broadcast and God spoke to me yesterday and said, go back and listen. He showed me back January the 4th. He said, there's going to be destruction that hit this earth. However, in the destruction, I'm going to rescue. I'm going to save the lost because of the presence of the people that have been in my face, that have been consistent before me. This is why I had to not only be up for the challenge, but I had to accept the challenge. Even when I did not understand it, I still had to embrace the challenge. I had to embrace the process. Even when I did not understand how people could uh, have their mouth on me, how they could talk about me. And I never done nothing to them. All I ever did was try to love and, and give people, give them what I wanted someone to give me at one point. Then I ran across the scriptures, Romans 16 and 17. Now I beseech ye, brethren, mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. Well, I'm feeling some type of way because I don't want to avoid. I don't want to avoid the brethren. I don't want to avoid people. I want to embrace them. I want them to know that I love them. But yet these are the same people that's creating division, that's walking in the spirit of offense that won't come back and try to make things right. He said, avoid them. I don't want to put a mark on anybody, even though that's what the scripture said. It don't literally mean to put a mark on them. It don't mean to give back to them what they've given to you. It simply means to understand and know, know them, know them. And once you know them, you don't have to put your mouth on them. If you're going to put your mouth on them, put your mouth on them by praying for them. Don't talk about them. Pray for them. Avoid them, but pray for them. 
So that's all I have for you guys this morning. I promise. Listen, we're going to literally talk about everything on All Things Talk with Shay Speaks. You must be up for the challenge. I love you guys to life. Have an amazing day.